and welcome to the Fleet Geeks podcast. We're here to help develop fleet and transport professionals. Do you want to progress and develop your skills and knowledge? We promise to bring lively conversation and debate around interesting issues and keep you bang up to date with changes in our awesome industry. The Fleet Geeks are a community of professionals and if you enjoy the podcast, why not join the discussion for free in the Fleet Geek community over on Facebook? We've got a card in. Yeah, we've got a card in. We've got the red light rolling, mate. We're ready to go. Um, yeah, so we were just playing around with a few of the little sounds on the podcast. Can you hear this? Yeah, I know. Uh, we're good. A round of applause. We like a round of applause, don't we? Everybody, everybody loves a round of applause, don't we? That's, a, that's the way around. Oh, mate. Mate, it's been a little while, hasn't it? Just, yeah, just time flow. We're in February. Well, yeah, that's given. One of the things you'd have thought we'd have learnt by now because we've been doing this a year, but. Um, yeah, the thing you have to learn about podcasts is not to put anything that would time stamp it. Yeah, make it evergreen. People listen to on on, on the. I'm same. I consume podcasts, and you listen to them on the. Uh, so you think, oh, I was talking about a time of year that doesn't mean nothing to me. But yeah, well, let's put it this way: we are well into the new year now. When we record we are, this, we unbelievably, are, yeah, absolutely, time has flown, and uh, we are we are on top of the first set of the transport manager CPC exams. So um, we thought for we actually ought to do. I was just thinking about it. Let's not let that slip. We ought to do a one year anniversary podcast. Yes, yes, that celebrate was, uh, a year. I think it wasn't quite in February. I need to look back at when it launched. We, I think we recorded it in February. And I think we yeah. launched in March. So I think we probably March, need to do yeah. a one-year anniversary, mate. Maybe find our favourite episodes or something Definitely, like that. Definitely, that would be a good one. Fave episode. Get Jamie B back for a re- reunion. Oh, mate, wouldn't he'd, that be amazing? He'd be up for that, I reckon, he? yeah, I, I reckon, you, yeah. That's a good shout, to be fair. So um, we'd like to hear from you. What's your favourite podcast yes. episode been? Do you know what the... Um, as we record this, the Fleet Software podcast just went live this morning. All right. Flagship have already had an uh, inquiry. Oh, wow. <laughs> based off the back of it, which is amazing, isn't it? That's, so, yeah, see. Yeah, had a couple Good of inquiries travels, come in. It? So, yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic. Really pleased with that. But anyway, anyway, on to today's subject, which is what next after your transport manager CPC? So we've, we're getting a load of freshly minted transport managers come through, having taken their exams. And they want to know what to do next now that they've passed their qualification. Now, um, what do you think to that, Mike? What do you reckon? Well, yeah, it can be very, you know, the, the, the process of going through the study uh, and then taking the exam, the stress of the exam, um, sometimes afterwards when they get the results, which is great, uh, you know, there can be a bit sort of, well, you know, what do we do next? How do we go... Is it something you get asked as part of, yeah. the, part of the course? Yeah, there's, you know, a lot of people on the course have not... I get a mixture, really, of people who are um, doing it as a part of a corporate thing. So they work for a big company or big corporation, big operator, uh, and they're, they're doing it really for in terms of a, um, a career progression. Um, so, they, they, you know, they, but they're still new. They're still newbies. And I, I don't think there's many operators out there that would take a first time, you know, somebody who's just passed their TMC PC and say there you go. There's 300 vehicles to run. Mm. Uh, you're mm. you know you're the transport manager. Um, so even you know people within a corporate setting maybe uh, are a bit nervous. And and particularly when you talk about companies that operate vehicles as an ancillary, ancillary part of their business. So you know they're not necessarily um, transport experts. The the company, but they've now got this freshly minted transport manager. So, and of course the other side of that coin is the external transport manager. People who have done the exam to become 
um, you know, to give them another income stream or to give them another string to the bow or to try a new job completely. Uh, but yeah, so you know, I think um, there's, there's several different ways of looking at what to do next. But uh, it is difficult, isn't it? What uh, you know, what well, what do, what do you think? Do you, do you would you? I think clearly recommend you know experience. Is that correct? I think. That's, yeah, I uh, think I think I think experience is really really important. I think um, it's really tricky because I I know and I'm just going to say it because I know I'm going to recommend mentoring. Um, I think the tricky thing with mentoring, like like anything, they having worked in lots of different work environments with lots of different people, uh, it's a bit like when you go in a vehicle with another driver you'd look at all their bad habits yeah. and I think that's sort of one of the challenges with yeah. transport manager is how do you know you're actually mentoring or shadowing a decent transport manager who's not just cutting corners and paying it lip service and I think I think I can't answer that question for you I think that's certainly if you're looking at mentoring that's something to really think about is who is it who is it that I'm allowing to mentor and am I going to make sure that I only pick up the good habits and not the bad habits? But it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really tricky thing, isn't it? Because there's, you know, when you look on Facebook and you see the ve- wide variation of different comments for the same question and different perspectives. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of, it's a bit frightening to think that, um, to think that there's actually, you know, that so many variations of perspective on on the um, it, yeah. licensing act. You know, so absolutely, I I I notice that a lot on the Facebook groups, and then I have to pinch myself sometimes to realise that actually these are all transport manager groups. Mm. Um, they're not, you know, no disrespect, with the greatest respect in the world, they're not sort of driver groups or anything. These are transport manager groups, and some of the answers are wildly variations. So who mm. do you know is right? You know, how yeah, do we know absolutely. who's right? I, I actually think so. I think there are ways of gauging. There are ways of gauging um, who to, who to listen to and who to not listen to. Um, you know, I think, um, and I, I know I, I people. Thing is, it's difficult, isn't it? Because people will roll their eyes and go, "Oh, Pete, you're only recommending something that you're you're a part of." And I'm conscious that I want the podcast to be essentially independent and be an independent viewpoint. However, uh, I think the only real way you can guarantee the standard of advice you're getting is potentially, so I'm just thinking on my feet, is potentially to look at earned recognition auditors. Yeah. Essentially, because they're the people who are speaking on a regular basis yeah. to the DVSA. Yeah. Um, they're looking at earned recognition standard operators yeah. on a regular basis. So they've got a good understanding of the different management systems of the higher uh, quality and more reputable operators. So I think that's probably a good place to start is to have a look at earned recognition yeah. auditors. Yeah, um, I know, like I say, I know, I know I fall into that category, and I know we fall into that category. But this isn't a, you know, I'm not. I'm, we're not recording this to just say come and come and use us because actually, if you rung me and said, Pete, you know, can you can you do some mentoring on the job? I don't know how I'd manage to do that if that makes no, sense that's because right, yeah. uh, because the nature of some of the stuff I do. So. Um, by all means, if you are interested in mentoring, do get in touch and we'll see how we can help. But um, I think I think it, you know that might not be feasible for people in certain parts of the country and those kinds of things as well. So I, I do think I do think from my experience, I think looking at earned recognition auditors at least, you know they're going to have had a transport manager CPC qualification for at least the minimum standard is at least two years. They have to have had a five year refresher. They uh, have to have had an auditor's qualification yeah, yeah. and they also have to have some on-the-job training from the DVSA themselves. 
So um, I, I've got a really relevant example in my mind from a conversation I've just had. One of our one of our sort of clients has just rung up and asked me a bit of a question around um, a trailer, which they uh, on occasion they've got you know quite a few trailers, and on a very rare occasion they may go to um, one of their um, one of their sites. And the trailer may get left for a little period of time, in which case it may go out of its six-weekly yeah. inspection, okay? Yeah. And they, they were asking for my advice on what, what I yeah. think should happen. And I was very clear that essentially if that vehicle leaves that premises and goes on the road, it's out of inspection. Out of, yeah. and, and therefore you, there is a risk being taken to the operator license. Now, when you think about this mentoring situation, it would be very easy for another transport manager to go, oh, don't worry about that, just get it sorted as soon as you can. Well, yeah. actually, that's really bad. That's yeah. really bad advice. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's very interesting how people, from a mentoring point of view, I think the point I want to make around that, and there's lots of other ways to get ongoing CPD, like the podcast and those kinds of things that we'll talk about shortly too. But when it comes to mentoring, I think it's very important to be um, conscious of who who you're listening to and maybe to get a second opinion on stuff and you know you you may well be picking up people's bad habits be be careful to listen when when someone tells you something listen is that subjective is that someone's opinion Mm. or is that fact and um, I think those are the things to be really conscious of because once you're listening to someone else's opinion um, then that is just that and that could potentially be at odds with the opinion of a DVSA examiner yeah. or the traffic commissioner. Yes, or a court. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because, you, you know what, the other thing about, the other interesting thing about the Facebook groups is the surety of which some people answer the questions. Mm. And, you know, they're absolutely, they answer them as if they're absolutely, this is cast in stone, you know, this is what I'm telling you now is cast in stone. And you think about it and you think, do you know what? If that was me, I'd, and I wasn't one hundred percent sure because they've probably got it wrong. <laughs> I would. I always caveat stuff with, in my opinion, or as far as I can tell, mm-hmm. because you can never be sure. Because there are so many nuances in this game. It's. It, I've learned long, long, many years ago, never to be sure about an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't sure. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're really proud to sponsor the Fleet Geeks podcast. Flagship Partners offer a range of consultancy and training services to ensure that our customers remain compliant and have the best possible knowledge to be able to fulfil their work. If you're interested in support with any of our safety, HR or compliance services, or you want to train to be a transport manager or need driver CPC training, give us a call today. And it absolutely harks back this previous podcast we spoke about it and actually it's, it's really relevant in this conversation. There's a lot of people in this industry who have never been found out for something that they do wrong but perceive it to be correct because they've never been challenged on yeah. it. Yeah. And that is what's called cognitive dissonance, yes. I believe, yes. which is where you've done something incorrectly for so long but because no one's actually corrected on you you start to believe your own lies basically yeah i mean i'm I just pro- going to search it quickly yeah, but i, I, I came the, to that quite quickly i need to just check that's the meaning you're kind of, of yes you you've never you never sort of been chat that, that while you're doing that i i've probably recalled this story uh, once before on a, a podcast i can't honestly remember but a, a company i visited once um i picked up on the way they were sort of uh, securing the load um and i the guy got really 
cross with me and he said no 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 he said this this load is approved by the DVSA the way we load these vehicles is approved by the DVSA uh, and I kind of thought well they, you know the DVSA you know they're not in the habit of, 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 of approving this sort of stuff well, it was actually VOSA back in the day um, so, so when I finally got to the bottom of it what it was is one of their vehicles was stopped once by a VOSA officer and they never mentioned how the load was strapped and they took that to mean that that was approved by the DVSA. So, you know, it is, uh, it is, it is what it is. Perfect. What do you yeah. So <clears throat> I think I might have the meaning of cognitive dissonance slightly wrong. Um, but I think, um, I think nonetheless, it's actually quite relevant for transport managers. Um, in the field of psychology, this is Wikipedia, by the way. Uh, in, the, in the field of psychology, cognitive dissonance is the perception of contradictory information and the mental toll of it. Relevant items of information, including a person's actions, uh, ideas, beliefs, values, and things in the environment. Cognitive dissonance is typically experienced as a psychological stress when persons participate in an action that goes against one or more of those things. According to this theory, when two actions or ideas are not psychologically consistent with each other, people do all in their power to change them until they become consistent. So I think it is actually, I think I am barking up the right tree. The discomfort is triggered uh, by the person's belief clashing with new information perceived, wherein the individual tries to find a way to resolve the contradiction to reduce their discomfort. So that is a thing. It's worth people looking at it. I think I am barking up the right tree with my use of it there. Yeah, no, I I think that's right. I think that transport managers often are solitary figures in businesses and therefore have to come to conclusions on their own. And I think once you've formed an opinion on something, it can be very difficult to change the opinion despite there being evidence to the contrary of that opinion. Um, And therefore, there is this challenge around, well, I've never been told it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you've been told it's right either. It's right, yeah. Just because, yeah, the the absence of that evidence to prove you're wrong doesn't, you know, it's it's not necessarily... The right thing to do just because you haven't seen any evidence and yeah i'll go heart back to that the company who thought they were dvsa approved loads because they got stopped by a dvsa officer who said who do never mention the load so I mean, that doesn't mean to say it was right it, no absolutely it just it, wasn't looking for that exactly that and, and and that's the thing at any one time when you get picked up at a dvsa stop or even at a public inquiry there is only so much that can actually be analyzed as part of that yeah. situation you know a traffic commissioner's got potentially I don't know what the average length of a PI is, but probably an hour to an hour yeah, and a yeah. half potentially. You know, an actual, an earned recognition audit will take two to three days potentially where you, go through, yes. where you go through everything. And I think, you know, for someone to go, well, I've been in front of the traffic commissioner and they've never said anything yeah. about that doesn't, doesn't mean yeah. a jot. It yeah. very much depends on what's on the agenda for the day. Yes, absolutely. And, They're and, not and looking that thing at may that not have been on thing. there. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, so what, what else is there? So we've talked about mentoring and being careful of that. What other things are there uh, for, uh, for transport managers when they're newly qualified aside from mentoring? Well, it's just getting the hard yards under the belt and it, doing things, not being, not being, you know, having the confidence to do things, to change things. Um, as you said, like if you are mentored by somebody and then you're not quite sure whether they're doing the right thing or not, they might be you know, leading you at the garden path. That old saying comes into play didn't it that you know that the, the, the most dangerous saying in the world is we've always done it this way yeah, that's how you we've know, always done it just, yeah just, just having a it's, i think as well i mean we we myself and people will will cry about this all day long that 
being a transport manager is not all about knowledge. It's about communication, isn't it? And, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's also about how to um, it, it, you're having that confidence to challenge things, mm-hmm. and uh, you know to take to take the status quo and say, "Hey, I'm not quite sure if this is right." And I think that can, I hate this phrase. I don't know about you, Pete. I hate the phrase, but. People often say to me when we talk talk about these things, oh, they're the softer skills. Yes, that, that, term, skills, that old term, soft know? skills, yeah. yeah. Because they're not as valuable as hard skills. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's, there's lots of things that um, are important and, and communication and listening is one of them. And uh, and being open to being wrong, I think, is another. Absolutely, as well. yeah. People people say to me, I made a comment uh, a couple of days ago on a, on back training, di- driver CPC, and I said one of the biggest one of the biggest skills you can have as a trainer is not an encyclopedic knowledge because I ain't got that. You know, none of us have got that. I don't think I've met a couple who, who probably have, but uh, it's been it's been humble. It's you know a bit of humility goes a long way, doesn't it? Sometimes you know, and uh, you know that I think is is a, you know, acceptance that you could potentially be wrong or that you know. yeah absolutely and I think I think one of the things that, that people often have is uh, particularly these days and I sound like such an old man saying these <laughs> days Jesus yeah. I need to check myself out Mags keeps taking the piss out of me um, but I think there, there seems to be this never ending um, like pace at which people expect to know everything and yeah. I think with with the onset of Google wow sounds so old now but with the onset of Google with so much information readily available I think the issue you've got with transport management is that you can't Google a lot of stuff if you try Googling anything to do with like the legislation aside from looking through the uh, statutory documents but if you try and actually Google to find the answer to anything you're going to find a hell of a lot of contradictory confusing information you can't actually Google the answers no you can't Google them because you can't trust anything that anyone else has written for a start other than the DVSA potentially and sometimes they're not always factually correct either Um, but ultimately you can't ask Google the right questions so sometimes you just got to be a bit patient and you know expose yourself to different opportunities for learning yeah absolutely yeah and and you're right I mean and also we're talking we we talk about law a lot in our business don't we a lot of it to do and law in itself is is not black and white it's it's interpretation all the time and Mm -hmm. um you know and and you won't get google to give the answer you know it's it Mm -hmm. isn't it isn't as straightforward as as as, as it always seems sometimes so i'm going to make a recommendation beyond mentoring that I think is important before mentoring and I think if you do this before you go mentoring or choose a mentor I think this is the right thing to do so my advice to you is go networking yeah um fleet geeks offer free networking absolutely free wherever you are in the country on a Wednesday morning or on a Saturday morning each month um you know it's totally free and one of the keys with transport management that we haven't mentioned is you don't know what you don't know. So sometimes you might not even know and you don't even know what the question is either. No. <laughs> you know, yeah. and the beauty yeah. is, is when you listen to other people talking, they'll talk about things that you've maybe never, never even thought about before or it's not occurred to you or it's not part of the transport manager syllabus or, yeah. you know, or even listening to the podcast, hopefully, that will help you along the way. But don't, don't go paying for mentoring services straight away. Look at networking. Start to build a network of connections and people you can trust to ask because you know what, sometimes when I don't know stuff, I've got a group of five, six, sometimes ten people that I can go to and ask a question and I might get five, six, ten different answers. Yeah. But you're able to evaluate where your where your yeah. position is with that. Absolutely. So, 
What do you reckon, Mike? No, I do you think agree with that. Ne- networking. Absolutely. Networking, you know, you can't, it's, it's, it is a lonely place. Whether you're an ETM or whether you're a transport manager within a big organisation, um, you know, it, it can be a very lonely place. It, quite often, the transport department is seen as a necessary evil. I think we've spoke about that before. Uh, and, you know, you are detached from the general business. So as a transport manager, you find it very difficult to speak to your peer managers who may be production managers or uh, warehouse managers or whatever. So, you know, none of those will give you the answers you're looking for. So you're going to have to go outside and seek those answers from network. And I think that's a brilliant uh, bit of advice there, Pete. Definitely. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you. So just a quick recap for people listening. Networking is one of your options. I really recommend that because you can do it very cheaply and easily. That is kind of what Facebook is anyway. That is kind yeah, of networking. Um, you know, but obviously, you know, take what is said with a pinch of salt because the other thing is is people will say things on Facebook that they wouldn't say during a networking no. event. So let's get face-to-face with people. Let's get some networking on. Um, obviously, you've got mentoring as well. I'm just going to give a shout-out to my mate um, and a fellow Fleet Geek mentor, which is... Um, uh, Tom Reddy, uh, he's got a course uh, that he's written called Transport Manager Unlocked, I think, which I think is. is probably a good um, a good course for people to consider. And um, and obviously we've got the peer-to-peer mentoring as part of the podcast. And the podcast itself, you know, all of this stuff, Mike and I have given up hours of time freely to you to, to go back and listen to the Fleet Geeks podcast. And, you know, you've got years worth of content there, so... 60 over 60 episodes yeah yeah and i think there's probably not many questions that haven't been answered no. so far you know no. i think we have tackled um, a lot of the big stuff and on that note we would love to hear from you if you want us to talk about anything because 60 odd episodes we are kind of running out of material now so yeah. um, anybody wants to give us a shout out and tell us what we think you think we ought to be talking about we are more than happy to discuss it yeah, we, we've absolutely, you know, we've got we've got a pipeline of stuff because there's always stuff changing and there's always stuff to talk about. But have Mike and I been blindsided? Have we missed something? What is there that you would like to ask us? And uh, yeah, we're more than happy to, to answer any of that. So do get in touch. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one. See you in the next one. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please share with your friends and colleagues too. Join us for free on Facebook with the Fleet Geeks community for transport and fleet managers. Fleet Geeks offers ongoing professional development, networking and mentoring too. So get in touch with me, Pete Rushmer, on any social media platform to find out more.